I'm Crystal. I'm Christina. And I'm Callie. And this is Corner Combos. Oh, okay, now it's recording. <laughs> okay. Well, it's recording. So, <laughs> welcome to our first episode. Ladies, are, are you so first? excited, Crystal? I am nervous as fuck. You've been talking about this for. I don't know how long. Like months. Months. Right? Yeah. And now and now we're doing it. Now we're recording. Now it feels so surreal right now. We are making a podcast. <laughs> this feels so weird. All right. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and we are gonna get started. So let's do this thing. Episode one. Bizarre diets. It's estimated that forty five million Americans diet each year. Americans will spend about $33 billion each year on weight loss products. And I have only tried one diet, and it was like the low-cal diet, <laughs> so it was like not like anything crazy. Um, but I felt like it worked for me. But everyone knows that some people go through extreme lengths to diet, but some may cost you your life, or if you live, we'll ruin it. Today we're not talking intermittent fasting, Weight Watchers, or keto, you know, like the normal fad diets. Um, the quote diets that what we're talking about today uh, push the extreme of what people are willing to go through in order to lose weight, but at what cost? Mm. So have you ladies tried any fad diets or any diets that you want to try? Well... <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say it's like, I don't know if there's like a name, but it would just be like eating as little as possible throughout the day, which is obviously not healthy. Um, that's really like the only one I've ever tried think. The most, um, well, we're talking extreme diets today. Right. We're doing so extreme, but. I've done, so I've, well, dabbled <laughs> in keto. <laughs> Paleo, you know. Um, was what was that? You did bro the bone the broth. bone broth diet, yeah, that which one is was crazy. I, um, if anyone's interested, that is one that I would recommend. Right. <laughs> if you want to, you know, <laughs> research it on your own. I'm not gonna like preach it or anything, but it's really good if you want to think about that one. But as far as extreme diets go, um, the most extreme thing I've ever done was. Um, how long was it? An eight-day smoothie cleanse. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. Where, so <laughs> it's like, it, it's better than a juice cleanse because you're actually getting like the full nourishment right. and pulp. Um, like you're getting the whole fruit and vegetable because it's in smoothie form and not just the juice. Um, the problem with this was um, by the end of it, I was like raving and not because I was starving. Like after three or four days, so like halfway through it, I could tell that, you know, my stomach was shrinking or whatever happened and I wasn't necessarily hungry anymore. Um, that taught me that I could never be a vegetarian. <laughs> I need meat in my life. Um, the last day I cheated, um, like I didn't, so my dinner smoothie was not a dinner smoothie. It was a dinner salad. And that salad had chicken on it. And that was the best freaking chicken 
ever <laughs> I remember you telling me about life. that. You were like, oh my gosh, like it was so great. <laughs> so. <laughs> I did have a friend that I knew. Um, he did like protein, so strictly like eating steaks 24-7. And I guess it worked for him. I've heard about that. It's like, like if you just eat protein like meats, it... Yeah, I don't like, know it's what called this, like the carnivore diet. Yeah, or I don't know what the science. I can do is. that though. I can do like steak all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if it was like seasoned or if it was like strictly just cook it and eat it. I don't know if like I don't know if he had like seasonings on it to make it actually taste. Good. See that that's a little extreme too because if you eat meat all the time, like what does that do <laughs> to your gut? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't even know if I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I've had like some steak where it just like wrecks my shit and I'm stuck on the toilet, but like, <laughs> like I don't know if I could do that all the time. I like to have, you know, that little break in between the protein and stuff. So right, like yeah. pasta or vegetables are vegetables are your friend. Vegetables are your are. friend. <laughs> all right, ready. ladies. You ready? Let's let's do it. Let's do it. First up is the ear stapling diet. So this diet started in China because of their acupuncture techniques, but is now commonly found in the United States. The idea is to place a staple in your ear on a pressure point to suppress your appetite. This could cause you to not want to eat as much or could cause such severe ear and jaw pain that you literally cannot chew or don't want to. Um, according to Mayo Clinic, small surgical staples are placed in the inner cartilage of your ear on a specific pressure point, and I think it was like right about here. I don't know the name of that piercing, but it's like there's one right there. Uh, these staples can be left for several several weeks to several months. A 1998 Australia study done on a group of 60 obese people split into two groups show that the group who received the treatment were more likely to lose weight due to reduced appetite and a similar study in 2003 showed similar results with the treated group losing three times more weight than the controlled that's nuts i don't like how i hate ear pain i can't do any ear pain (laughs) like an earache takes me out for like a month i hate that shit i hate Ear pain. I don't think I could do that. Nope. No. 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 All right, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, for I don't know how this happened, but um, the the diets that I'm going to talk about, um, they all kind of have theme. So this is your trigger warning. <laughs> um, yes. If you are struggling with like anorexia or disordered eating, because somehow all of the ones I chose. Um, all kind of have those tendencies. So here we go. Um, The first one is going to be called the five bite diet. Um, And that's pretty much just what it sounds like. Um, So you are allowed to eat five bites of food per Mm -hmm. meal in the day. Oh my God. So um, (laughs) how it's typically done is actually uh, breakfast. (laughs) You don't have breakfast. (laughs) You can have coffee or your beverage of choice and a multivitamin, which multivitamins are good, but I don't know about you, if you don't eat and take a vitamin, like, 
that makes me so like is yeah doing somersaults. So the first rest of the off, day. this this is not great. First off, no. <laughs> okay, so so no breakfast, right? Or liquid breakfast, and then um, lunch, five bites, dinner, five bites, and that's it. Now, if you want to go a little cray cray, you can do up to twelve bites. So oh, you can do wow. you can do like you know your liquid breakfast. Um, a single bite snack, your your five bite lunch, your single bite snack, <laughs> and your five bite dinner, and that is um, twelve bites of food for the entire day. Um, that's, a, that's spoiling <laughs> yourself, I guess. Me, me, if I wanted to take it even farther, I would save that last bite, and I would have one hell of a bite of dessert. <laughs> Right. Because you can't you can't determine why, how big the bites are. Why so not um, give yourself that little bit of joy for this horrible like thing? A whole scoop of ice cream. <laughs> so um, this diet was invented by Dr. Alwyn Lewis in 2007 um, as part of his book uh, Why Wait Around, um, and he explained that the diet can give results same as gastric bypass bypass surgery. Um, which is used to reduce belly fat, so it, it helps shrink your stomach pretty much because you're not eating anything. Um, and But you can still pretty much eat whatever you want as long as you only take five bites of whatever you're eating. Right. So that's not healthy, though. <laughs> so like, I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> so like someone like me, super sugar addict... <laughs> Hit, hit, wink, wink. My Don't dinner is going to be five bites of pie because I want to. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's five bites, right? I mean, it's not healthy. So there are risks to this diet, obviously, and it's because very low-calorie diets like this are called crash diets, and they actually starve your body of energy and nutrients. Um, it turns out those nutrients are pretty important. Duh. <laughs> um, even mean your body needs nutrients right? you, you need to feed your body um, even a couple days on a crash diet can mess with your heartbeat and kidney function it's especially dangerous as a long term diet sometimes even fatal so this diet is only meant to be done for like a month uh, not a month not a month for like a week or two weeks um Say, like, you have an event, and you have to fit in that little black dress, and you have to lose five pounds, like, right now. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you know, that's when you would do it. But I don't recommend it. I really don't. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't do it. <laughs> um, it's also not recommended um, that you exercise on this diet because your body is starving for nutrients because you're not eating, so you're not fueling your body. So if you right. exercise... Um, you're just it's just gonna be a bad time yeah you you need fuel if you're gonna exercise you're gonna feel it after (laughs) so the risks um associated with the diet are um that consuming fewer calories can lead to nutrition deficiency uh, which can trigger long-term issues and it can also result in poor metabolism and puts you at an increased weight. Incre- oh my gosh. We haven't <laughs> even gotten through it. I can't talk. <laughs> Oopsie. 
I apologize. <laughs> um, it can also put you at an increased risk of weight gain. So the opposite of what you're trying to do here. Yeah, because it, it your body stores fat if you starve it. So yeah, that's a that's a huge thing. Yeah. You never want to starve yourself because your body's gonna hide that fat or yeah. take as much of the fat as they need to. Absolutely. That's what your body does. And the low calorie intake can also contribute to digestive issues, increased risk of gallstones, and an eating disorder. So it's not one I would recommend. No, I don't think I would eat. I was thinking a kidney stone. I was like, you want to pee a rock? Like, go ahead <laughs> <laughs> and do this diet. But that's a, that's a kidney stone. My bad. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the air diet and breatharians, or breatharians, because I can't read. Um, with this fancy French diet, you can cook whatever and drink whatever your heart desires. Simply bring the fork full of food up to your nose, take a big whiff, and this is supposed to trick your brain into thinking that you pretty much ate. In the 1970s, a group called the Breatharians believed you can live purely off of prana, quote-unquote, or light and air. This diet is pretty different from the actual air diet as you don't sniff the food, but still kind of the same idea. So with the, um, the air diet is you sniff the food and then that's it, but you're intaking the air to you know trick your mind into thinking that you had that pizza but you really didn't have that pizza (laughs) (laughs) um but it's the same idea uh the except with breatharians you actually don't eat you don't sniff the food you live purely off of the air um this group recommends that you take baby steps to become a full breatharian First, start with a vegetarian diet and then move to raw meat. Once your body, once your body's calorie intakes, you know, is lowered, um, then you can finally move on to the prana. Sadly, this diet is a horrible idea since the body cannot go a week without water and you can only live up to 21 days without food. So a uh, 10 out of 10 would not recommend. And personally, I don't think I can go an hour without eating. So. <laughs> no, because like on, on a normal daily basis, if I smell dinner cooking, I'm hungry. Yeah. That would be like an excruciating however long. Like I, I don't understand. You ever seen those, those like TikTok videos where they like smell the cheeseburger and then they take a bite of lettuce and like smell the cheeseburger? I'm like, I don't think it would work. I feel like That's your taste buds are going like, to taste it and no. now. It won't work. That doesn't work. No. I'm, I, my brain is too smart. I mean, right. I'm stupid, but my brain is too <laughs> smart to know if I'm not eating and I'm smelling something. Right. And then living off strict air, it's like, uh, nah. I don't think I, no. That so, way. anorexia. You're not Pretty eating. Much. You're so not you're eating. Anorexic. You know they're yeah. bound to be, like, sneaking, like, cakes in the bathroom or something. Like, they're telling that one people person, like, the air <laughs> where it's like, they got a whole staff. Oh, I'm, t- whole I'm totally a breatharian. Right. And in, in the meantime, I'm, like, scarfing all the <laughs> Jim chips. Jim tacos. You're like, oh, that's great. <laughs> all right. So, um, this uh, next one um, is funny because it... Uh, I didn't realize it was a thing. So one time 
I was um, randomly wondering to myself, as one does, like, if you were in a coma for a long time, Mm -hmm. like, would you lose weight? Because you're not eating. Like, they're pumping you full of, like, IVs and everything so your body can live, but, like, you're not eating. So wouldn't you lose weight, right? Um, And then (laughs) I told my husband, I said, I came up with the next big thing in weight loss. So you could go to your doctor, right? And they'll put you in a coma for like a month. And then you'll wake up and bam, you lost 20 pounds. No fuss, no muss, right? (laughs) No fuss, no muss. (laughs) But um, apparently there is something called the Sleeping Beauty Diet. Mm. And it's not too different from that. (laughs) Um, So the, the basis for this is what I was joking about is that if you're sleeping... Mm-hmm. You can't be eating. Right. So, therefore, you're not taking in calories and you can't gain any weight. Right. So, the problem is people are using sedatives to make themselves sleep for, in extreme cases, up to 20 hours a day. Oh, my goodness. That's <laughs> that's intense. And so... Um, it was first referenced in 1966 in Jacqueline Susan's uh, novel, Valley of the Dolls. Um, and in the book, um, it featured actresses and young ingenues living in Hollywood that would sedate themselves or check into Swiss sleep clinics to shed kilos in their sleep. Um, what the hell was that? <laughs> Phantom noise. <laughs> I was like, my microphone picked that up too. <laughs> we'll deal with that later. <laughs> if you can't tell, we're still learning. Um, <laughs> that was love. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> what did I just say? I don't remember. Sleep clinics. Fucking okay. Gross. All right. <laughs> Where did all right. Um, so it's also said that Elvis Presley, yes, the king, uh, claimed to use the diet in the 70s when he needed to fit into his signature jumpsuits. I believe that because that guy did a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> so this gained popularity in uh, between 2017 and 2018, um, and I think is still going on today from what I I think some of the articles were um, referenced more recently but um, you know because everything goes viral when you share stuff on the internet Um, so women in pro anorexia online forums are uh, spreading this diet um, as an extreme way to lose weight Um, and so a dietitian and spokesperson for British Dietitian Association named Linnea Patel um, explained that the diet isn't even scientifically proven to help people lose weight. In fact, it could do the opposite, she said. One study showed that people who slept for 9 to 10 hours a night were 21% more likely to become obese. Um, oversleeping has been linked to a number of medical problems such as heart disease, diabetes, as well as an increased risk of death. 
Um, not to mention that pills are addictive. Right. So there's that. <laughs> You're going to be sleeping all the time. You don't want to overdose. Um, and Dr. David Cunnington says there's no evidence that sleeping longer reduces people's appetite or how much they eat. So, um, so long sleepers, so those sleeping... 10 or more hours a day. Me. (laughs) (laughs) Were significantly more likely to have a greater body mass index. They were also more likely to have psychiatric disease like depression. Um, Aiming to sleep your day away in order to prevent yourself from eating is also a terrible idea if, you know, you're trying to live your life. So... Don't starve yourself, people. Yeah, so you're not eating, you're not, or you're, yeah, you're not eating because you're sleeping, but you're also, <laughs> you're also missing out on leaving, uh, living, oh my god, I'm like totally ruining your No, just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, which leads to social isolation, feelings of being disconnected, and other factors that can lead to depression, like I said. Um... And just like not enough sleep, poor impact on your health uh, from too much sleep could be memory loss, increased risk, increased risk of stroke, um, and increased risk of diabetes. Again, don't starve yourself. I know people think like the complete opposite. If you starve yourself, your body's going to be like, oh, shut the pounds. But your body sucks in that fat and then whatever you eat it sucks the fat in because it knows you're starving so it's the it's the complete opposite of what people think right and and then the other thing too right so like hibernation mode right like if you don't eat then your body will actually keep that fat and those calories because it 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 knows you're starving and it's trying to keep you alive. Yeah, right. those carbs you don't want to keep from the pizza, your body's going to keep from the pizza. So don't <laughs> do it. All righty, let's move on to Fletcherism. So in the late 1800s, Horace Fletcher promoted his own diet called Fletcherism. The diet involves chewing a mouthful of food for exactly 32 times, one bite for each tooth. But I had four. I had four teeth pulled, so mine's a little <laughs> shorter than your guys's. Um, the idea is it helps the food liquidize, so it will slide down your throat quicker and fill you up faster. But if it didn't liquefy after your thirty-two bites, then you are supposed to spit it out. Per Fletcher, though, this diet works best when you eat only when you're hungry, not when you're bored or when you're depressed. Nothing like some good old mastication. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait though, because liquid diets are the worst. So if you're chewing your food to the point that it liquefies, how does that fill you up? It's supposed to hit your stomach faster. You see, because your brain's like, like normal people are like, your stomach's like, oh man, you're taking a hot minute to fucking swallow your food so (laughs) you need to hurry it up there but like with Fletcherism they're like your stomach's like oh man that was super quick I'm super full because your stomach has a mind like that 
Um, but yeah, that's what it is. Mm. And he he claimed that it it helps you. So just masticate your food thirty two times and. <laughs> You're supposed to lose weight. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, my next one is just, uh, I don't even know where to begin with this one. You guys are going to have all kinds of thoughts, I'm sure. I'm scared now. So it's called the cotton ball diet. Oh, God, no. <laughs> You're familiar. <laughs> no, no, stop. So, um, I I couldn't find um, when this actually originated, but in 2013 is when I started finding um, articles that were warning about this dangerous trend um, because this is when it became popular through social media and YouTube um, because. Um, social media challenges are like the greatest right you right. know like tide pods challenge <laughs> <laughs> um so but but i did find that it was uh believed to have originated within the modeling community um and then once it hit viral status it was becoming popular among teen girls now this uh diet consists consists of soaking cotton balls in juice and eating them and the idea is that it makes you full while restricting your calorie intake and by dipping it in juice it's supposed to trick you into thinking that you're actually eating food all I hear is mega constipation (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I'm okay with it well that's what the laxatives are for there you go (laughs) Exactly. <laughs> so, um, the problems that it can cause are, uh, as you would guess, the um, intestinal obstruction called yeah. basars. Um, so, what happens in that instance is because your body cannot digest cotton balls. So, they'll just remain in your stomach and mix with all the other fluids and whatever and then like that legend if you swallow gum it sits in your stomach for like several years yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much that um the other problem hmm, well there's lots of problems with diet, <laughs> another problem with this diet is uh toxicity uh because the cotton balls that you buy like they're they're not made of cotton they're not plants organic right matter they're they're um synthetically created fibers that are often uh processed with bleach and other chemicals Mm. so that shit is just like leaching into your body um and uh malnutrition um is another side effect of this because you are you're not getting any nutrients from food because you're not eating you're sucking on juice-covered <laughs> balls. I don't know if I can even... <laughs> juice-covered balls. <laughs> that was nasty. <laughs> I don't even know if I can do it, because it's like... I'm one of those people where I have to swallow my, my pills one at a time, because I'll choke and die. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know if I can swallow, like, a whole cotton ball, like... I would do it in a... 
like choking and shit. Yeah, and like like if you watch like there's still stuff out there. Like if you watch these videos of these girls trying to do this, like you can't swallow it. So what like are you cinnamon? Even, don't do it. <laughs> what are you even trying to do? Ooh, it's probably dry too. Um, <laughs> and so um this uh, talks about um pika. I'm not sure if you guys know what pika is. Um, it's just a uh, disorder in which people will consume substances that are not food and do not have any nutritional value, such as paper, soap, cloth, hair, yum, <laughs> string, <laughs> uh, chalk, <laughs> metal, pebbles, ash. Uh, starch mm. um, so but with Pika it's they have some other underlying um, mental health disorder uh, which which causes the Pika I guess is what is what yeah, it's like, it's like a life strange addiction type thing yeah, and um, chugging gasoline right yeah and so there's no real consensus as to whether the cotton ball diet is Pika but it's more leaned uh, towards no because you're eating the cotton for a reason you're eating the cotton so you can't eat food right so yeah yeah I don't think I could do that diet that shit's too weird (laughs) (laughs) I mean but if you're really if you're really desperate you'll do you'll do anything yeah um, yeah that's the thing is that I guess if you're really desperate I mean you might but I don't know. All you have to do is uh, Google cotton bile diet pictures, and you'll see what comes out of someone's gut. I yeah. imagine you find <laughs> out a couple days later, you, you can see what Jay. These obstructions can only be surgically removed, so then there's that. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah, no, can't do it. And I also, um, so I didn't find any evidence of anyone actually dying from this diet but doctors say that you can so just don't do it don't do it go ahead and google some of those cotton diet pictures our little google assistant over here cubs (laughs) she'll go ahead and google us some of those cotton diet pictures (laughs) it's good stuff it's not good stuff it's not good stuff (laughs) All right, let's keep trucking along with the morning banana diet. I like bananas. I do, too. <laughs> I like bananas, but I don't like banana-flavored things. Same. It, it's a whole different thing. And also, the smell of bananas is very offensive to me. It's like it's like a ripe banana Ew. is the worst smell ever. Unless it's banana bread. Then yeah. it's like really good but (laughs) (laughs) so this trendy diet started when a Japanese woman wanted to help her husband lose weight the idea is that you eat a banana with a glass of water in the morning then for the rest of the day you can eat whatever you want as long as you stop four hours before you go to bed the diet became famous when she and her husband started to blog about it the diet was so trendy in Japan that Japan was forced to increase their banana import to meet the high demand. And I, I can't remember how much weight he lost, but he, wa- he like lost a significant amount of weight. So, <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I I guess it kind of seems plausible. Yeah. Like, I know that, like, if you, you know, wait in the morning to eat your breakfast and stuff and then stop. Well, kind of like intermittent fasting. It is. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Um, But it said you could eat whatever you want. So maybe the banana has, like, some secret power that we don't know about. I don't know. (laughs) And you can lose, like, a lot of weight. But, yeah. So that's just the morning banana diet. Um, but it is, it's very popular in Japan and I can see why mm-hmm. I would do it. I yeah. have a banana for breakfast. Yeah. No late night snack of bananas, but like a morning <laughs> banana. <laughs> it won't work if you late night snack a banana. Um, how you coming on those photos? So when I look at it, all I get is photos of cotton balls. I don't get anything. Uh, I thought it was going to be like... I will find some, and I will put it in this week's episode post, so... Be on the lookout for what (laughs) will happen if you eat a cotton ball. (laughs) Because I've seen seen a couple, and they are gross. Yeah. Um, All right. So, my last one, um, I saved this for last because... Well, we started with extreme. Well... Mm -hmm. And we will end with extreme. Oh boy! Both, both, um, you know, are kind of self mutilation. <laughs> Stapling your ear, like why would you do that? And um, oh, the, ear pain. It just makes me cringe every time I think of ear pain. I'm like, <laughs> so our our, our last uh, quote diet is uh, the tongue patch. And do you tell the, it's gnarly. So. It was developed by uh, Dr. Nicholas Chuge, um, a plastic surgeon from Beverly Hills in 2009, uh, who got the idea from a friend who was doing a similar procedure in Mexico. So it's literally a patch is surgically applied to the tongue, so like sewn onto your tongue. Mm. Um, And you leave it there for up to a month and what it does basically is uh makes chewing and eating painful so it forces a liquid diet Mm. nope i'm out you lost me (laughs) nope um this (laughs) yes so i'd imagine that it would just you couldn't taste food but i didn't know it was that extreme no like so okay Hold, I have to find it because I copied this from the the doctor's clinic website. Um, he's still advertising this. This ad, this website is still in use, and he's still operating in Long Beach or wherever. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is from his website. Doctor Chugay has recently begun performing a revolutionary weight reduction procedure, which has which he has dubbed the Miracle Patch. This patch, when surgically applied to the tongue, produces a means to lose weight never before offered by other surgeons. During a reversible procedure that takes less than an hour, the patient is fitted with a custom patch for the tongue, which makes chewing of solid food very difficult and painful, limiting the patient to a liquid diet. Under direct supervision of Dr. Chugay and his staff, the patient is put on an easy-to-follow diet fulfilling all of their nutritional needs while at the same time minimizing caloric intake and maximizing weight loss results. Recovery is rapid and patients are typically able to work the following day. Um, yeah, so I, I'm sorry. I, 
I was just thinking, you remember how you said how you had that chicken, like, chicken salad after you had, like, could you imagine? It's probably the best tasting food after you've had that tongue patch. Right? So here's the thing. So you, you, uh, you put this tongue patch in your mouth for a month, right? Mm -hmm. And they put you on this, like, they make the diet for you. Um, so you follow this liquid diet. When you take the patch off, they will also set you up with. Um, a diet to maintain like slowly introducing okay. other food so like it doesn't like tear up your mouth or whatever problem is um there was a one article talking about um a couple of his patients that did it one of them went straight to eating hamburgers like the second day she had it out of her mouth me so <laughs> <laughs> so like what's the point like why would you put yourself through this pain if you're just gonna fuck well ruin it later right it's, to just eat yogurt and shit on your own. Like, don't right. cut up your mouth. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, and then this, I liked this um, quote from, uh, I'll just read the paragraph. His name is in there somewhere. Um, so the quote is, I'd say the Chugay tongue patch is a daily reminder of how just because your physis- physician has an MD behind their name, it doesn't mean they're bright. Yeah. <laughs> says obesity doc Yanni Friedhoff. <laughs> uh, True that. That a physician believes that do no harm involves promoting physical discomfort as the key to helping inspire long-term behavioral change in patients is truly depressing, both for his patients and for the profession. Oh, don't get me started on like <laughs> messed up doctors. <laughs> And then another quote is from Dr. Rob Huizenga. Um, he says, I think it's a barbaric procedure. Um, oh, he was from The Biggest Loser. Um, yeah, it's pretty barbaric. It is. I it's, don't know if I can have like a, a tongue patch and not be able to taste anything or hurt <laughs> so bad to where I can't eat. Like, I don't like that. I I have a zero tolerance for pain. Like, it was funny because my husband was saying, like, if we ever got kidnapped and tortured, I would squeal like a pig because, like, (laughs) I have zero pain tolerance. I would, too. I would, too. I'm like, if I got (laughs) to, like, eat and it hurts, I'm not having a fun time because it's not fun once you're in pain. So, yeah. No, that's a that's a no. Please don't. Please no. don't do that. People. Yeah. So, as mentioned a million times within this web episode, uh, do not follow any of these diets. Do not. <laughs> we're just we're just talking here. We're not doctors, but we're pretty sure all of these are dangerous. <laughs> just say it. Here's a here's another dangerous one. This one is a well-known. It's a tapeworm. So, nothing like a good old tapeworm to help you shed them on wanted pounds. Who wants parasite? Not <laughs> me. Yeah, you don't want to give birth to that later on in the toilet. Like, ugh, <laughs> that's nasty. So, beginning in the early 1900s, it was very common to walk into your pharmacy and buy a diet pill that contained a live tapeworm. Ugh. Like, you could just walk in. And there's a pill that had a little tapeworm in it. Uh, people believed you could eat whatever you want. And then the tapeworm, it said to eat that extra fat, right? So it eats the food that you're taking in. Um, 
So you can actually still receive this treatment today in Mexico where <laughs> you can have a tapeworm implanted for 1500 bucks. Nope. And, <laughs> and I can think of a million better ways to spend $1,500. Yeah, and like having a live <laughs> parasite, because that's what it is, implanted in you for 1500 bucks. No, don't do it. Don't go to Mexico for a tapeworm, because it's not cool. But with all trends comes the consequences. Those include, with this one, is a blockage of the bile ducts. Now, the bile ducts are good because they contain a fluid that helps break down fatty acids and then also help with, the, like, the digestion. So, you know, you don't want that shit blocking up <laughs> because you won't be able to digest anything um, or get rid of the waste. And appendix or pancreatic ducts get blocked, too. And you don't, okay, you do not want to mess with the pancreas because once you do and that gets infected, you're done. Because pancreatic cancer and everything, you can't, you do not want to mess with the pancreas. Um, Another scary one is, and I'm going to botch this because I don't know how to pronounce medical stuff, is neurocystiosis, maybe. Which is a complication of the brain and the nervous system that could lead to dementia and vision issues. Not only that, but a tapeworm can also cause disruption in various organ functions like the liver and the lungs. So, so I'm going to go blind, not be able to breathe, and not remember anything because I want to lose 10 pounds. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly, and your liver's going to be all functified, too. So, (laughs) it's not worth it to get the tapeworm, but at one point, it was a very popular thing. Probably, like, what, 1907, when girls are trying to lose weight, you just swallow a tapeworm. We've come. Now all you you have to do is sew a patch on your tongue. Right? You know, or (laughs) staple your ear. I mean, it's great. So many things. And then um, here's another little fun one I found researching. You know, just a little quick one that we could just slide in. This one is called, ready for this one? The Man Juice Diet. Are you freaking kidding me? Ew. Is that? <laughs> don't be <laughs> Ew. And it is... <laughs> It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> um, this diet is only found in the United States. Of because, course. Uh, we classy like that, you know, swallowing semen. Um, so, again, pretty self-explanatory. But this one comes from Kim Kelly, who was an adult actress, claimed to have lost 10 pounds eating nothing but semen. She'd have the occasional banana smoothie, um, but again, she lost 10 pounds eating semen for 30 days. That's fucking gross. That's I'm sorry. I would lose 10 pounds quicker and not have to go through that. Like, that is ridiculous. Just a little semen for 30 days. Just a little bit. No. Yeah, I don't don't think I could do that either. Like, I would... I puke. Because that's just how I am. But, like, (laughs) 
TMI. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I don't, I don't do that. I can't. I don't want to. It's not my thing. But just a little fun one I found, you know. In the meantime. Right. <laughs> All right, ladies. That's it for our bizarre diets. Any. Thing you want to say like stapling your ear jeez oh, I can't do that cotton ball that one's stupid no, like that's a, like you learn as a little kid not to put shit in your mouth so why are you gonna swallow cotton balls <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like all I'm thinking about is like the aftermath like do you really want to sit there on the toilet like crying your eyes out like that's what I'm yeah. thinking of because well, no, you, you can't pass it yeah. you have to get surgery to get that out of your body so yeah. It's not, it's, it's not worth it, ladies. Don't <laughs> do it. Um, yeah, I, I don't think I could do, I think the only one, and tapeworms, I cannot do. No, no. I saw a thing on TV one time with this girl who, like, gave birth, quote unquote, is what she called it, to a tapeworm, and that sh- shit was, like, five inches long or something like that, like, just coming out. It's no. like, ew, no, can't do that. No. Like, no, I'm not okay with that. Right, yeah. But, uh, hypothetically speaking, um, if you had to pick, would you rather, let's see, would you rather the ear stapling or would you rather the cotton ball? I think I... If you wouldn't die, like... (laughs) (laughs) I think I would, I think I would rather go with the ear stapling, just, I, I don't know, I just feel like... That would be easier to manage than just, like, trying to force down a cotton ball down my throat. Because my stomach brain and my brain brain are two different things. And no matter what I eat, (laughs) even if my stomach is full, my brain is going to tell me that I need more. So I might as well just have excruciating pain to where I can't. I have no choice. Where it hurts to chew, I can chew. My option would just be to hurt myself enough that I just physically cannot. (laughs) Christina, which one would you pick? I don't know. I even though you said if you wouldn't die, um, the pictures I've seen, you know, I'd have to go with the ear stapling as well. I, mean, I think I would rather do the ear stapling only because, like I said, I can't swallow pills. Like I have to swallow one pill at a time. Right. I don't know same. How people could do like same. five at a time because so, I choke. Uh, or horse pills, I and have that, to cut. And that's always reversible, right? Like, you take the staple out of your ear. Right, And yeah. you're better in a couple days when... It, I don't, I don't want to get cut open. I've gotten cut open once before, and it's not It's fun. not <laughs> worth it. So, all right. We're going to give a quick shout-out to um, Celeb Who Podcast, because they have been really sweet to us since we reached out to them and we wanted to start a pod or start a podcast started a podcast (laughs) um (laughs) but they've been really great uh you guys should check out their podcast it's very interactive um i know i i guess maybe like out of the three episodes i listened to i maybe guess like one celebrity out of the three um because they do such a great job at making you guess which celebrity it is that they're talking about um, again, very interactive. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a great. Uh, personally, it's the most unique podcast I've come across so far. Like, I'm not sure if there's anything out like there out there like this right now. But um, th- they're yeah, they're great. Um, I think as of right now, 
They have five episodes, so go give them a listen. Um, honestly, I'm not sure where you can find them. Um, I think Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I listen to them on Spotify. Um, go give them a follow on Instagram. Um, that's going to be at Celeb Who Podcast. And follow us at Corner Combos Podcast. Um, yeah, give us a follow. Um, it's the same for Facebook and Instagram, so yep. you'll be able to find it. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, and then, tell us what you guys think. Like, what is the most horrific one that you think we talked about today, or is there another one that we didn't cover that you think is interesting? Or I hope not. But is there anything that you've tried that you know you had issues with? Like, right. you can you can message us, um, DM us over at. Corner Convos Podcast on Instagram or Facebook. Um, you can send us an email, cornerconvospodcast at gmail.com. Also, we're trying to do a little hashtag Corner Convos Pod over on Instagram. So if you have anything play along with us, you want us to this. anything you want us to know, let us know. And yeah, that's about it. We All appreciate right. you listening to our entire episode. We just did our first episode guys oh my god our first podcast (laughs) we'll get better at the awkwardness i promise all right and that's (laughs) it bye